Brought to you by the Bloom Women's Ministry at Church on the Rock in Lubbock, Texas. This is Bloom Talks. everyone. Welcome to Bloom Talks. I'm your host, Cynthia Hernandez. And I'm your other host, Paige Allen. Hi, Paige. Hi, Cynthia. Okay. Yes. It's hard to pretend that we haven't just had this conversation. (laughs) We record these intros sometimes after the guest has left, and we just had the most incredible conversation with a friend of ours, Pam Richards. Yes. Oh my goodness. I know. She is one of those women. So all of you at the Dream Center, if you attend the Dream Center campus, you might be more familiar with Pam than others because she is married to Pastor Dean, who is the outreach pastor at the Dream Center. And she is always there on Sunday mornings. Just one of those people that is beaming with joy and that you just, I at least, I always just feel drawn to her. I just want to be near her. And, um, and you're going to feel that in today's episode as well. I think, I mean, the room feels different even after she left. She leaves behind her this trail of peace that is pretty indescribable. You really Mm -hmm. just have to have a conversation with her. Also, I have been the recipient of, I think, about three loaves of her pumpkin bread. Have you ever? I thought it was just me, Cynthia. (gasps) Are you saying I'm not special? (laughs) Oh, my word. Does that not change your life? And I want a piece now. I know. It is seriously the best (laughs) ever. If for any reason she feels the need to bless you, you will just... Find yourself with this loaf. 100%. And so, um, yeah, find a way to get in her life and do something just out of the world kind, and maybe you'll get one. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But you guys, buckle up, because she's so kind and encouraging, yes, but also she's going to drop some truth bombs into your life today that I think we all need to hear. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Welcome to the podcast. Well, good morning, Paige and Cynthia. Morning. So glad you're here. Oh, me too. We were just walking over here and, um, well, Cynthia actually asked you about the corn dog stand. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, I, I, I want you to introduce yourself to people. I don't really want you to be known as the corn dog queen, but I also want to say you. you are. You but, are. <laughs> but also so much more. And yeah, so and much yes. more. But that's a big one. So much more. So. Just tell us, like, high picture, like, tell us about you and your family. I want people to get to know you a little bit. Well, an overview, we have uh, been a part of Church on the Rock since 1996. Really? That was, like, in the last century. (laughs) Technically, right? When you say it like that, We've been here a long time, but it's been uh, an honor and a privilege to be a part of this body here. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there's something to be said about the local church, right? Right. And I love that that Dean and I were in our young 20s, mm-hmm. when, and so we've grown up here, mm. but then our kids have also grown up here. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a rich history for them that they can pull, 
pull yeah. from. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Dean and I have been married uh, for this year will be 33 years. <gasps> Congratulations. Wow. Yes. Wow. That's yes. how old I am. Oh, Fun fact. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm, I'm staring at this year in the face, right? Now, right? Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, so really, most of our married life, we've been a part of Church on the Rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. And so, those of you that don't know, uh, Dean is the outreach pastor at the Lubbock Dream Center. Yes. Uh, I guess probably for the last. 12 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, prior to that, we did uh, youth ministry. And yeah. we did junior high, we did high school. And honestly, those are probably some of the sweetest and most dearest times of our life. Really? You know? Well, so. and that's saying something, Pam, because I <laughs> yeah. feel like yeah. <laughs> youth ministry is, is Absolutely. hard. Absolutely. But you loved it. Yeah. Yes. I loved it then. And I think I love it more that I had the privilege to be there with mm. those kids during yeah. that, those yeah. times. Yes. It's such a formative time. And so Absolutely. to be their person or yes. just a person, a safe yes. space, yes. you really you really bond and create lasting relationships. Absolutely. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. yeah. So outreach ministry, I mentioned corn dogs. That's not, but corn dogs. <laughs> Youth ministry, both high school and uh, yes. junior high. Wow. Yes. Yes. And and just as a side note, all this time we've also had a janitorial service on this side. That's right. So we're we're I did not know this. Yeah, so we we yeah. And you kinda you kinda run the background of all of that, yes. don't you? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yes. That's that's amazing. And then yeah. you have four kiddos? Four, oh yes, of course. <laughs> four guys. <laughs> four adult children. Uh, and, uh, Zachary, Christopher, Sarah, and Hallie. Yeah. And uh also we are looking forward to our third wedding in October with our youngest daughter. And so Within 24 months, we've had three of our children get married. Oh, bless your heart. So if you want to pray for me, all you ladies know how to pray for me. (laughs) (laughs) But that's real. I mean. In 24 months. In 24 months. Yes. Yes. I don't know where where weddings fall in when you see those lists of like the most stressful things possible. But I feel like it's, it's in there. It's in there. Has it been stressful? What has your experience been like? I can honestly say. Not too bad. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My daughter's very organized, and she gets things done early. Mm-hmm. So we feel like we're on top of things. Uh, there's a natural stress, but I think it's a natural stress. So yeah. you have to kind of go with that. Okay. But it hasn't been overly stressful. But Well, I'm glad. Good. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot, Pam. Yeah. That's a lot, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're excited you're with us today. We want to kind of, instead of asking you to tell your story, we want to ask you about what God's been teaching you. Because I have to say this, you're a very wise woman. And anytime, I don't really get this very often, but anytime I get to spend a little bit of time with you, I'm always so blessed at, it's so obvious how rich your relationship with the Lord is. And I'm always so blessed at what comes out. And so I want to learn from you today. Well, thank you. And I want to know what God's been teaching you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I'm just going to get right into it. Okay, do. <clears throat> so 
I'm going to read from 1 Thessalonians 5, 11. Okay. And this is a scripture that if you've been walking with the Lord for any time at all, we, we have heard this. Mm-hmm. We probably even have a plaque on our wall, right? Mm. So this is one <laughs> that I think most of you are familiar with. And it says, therefore, encourage one another and build each other up. Mm. And I think we intuitively know to do that as the body of Christ, right? Mm. Well, uh, the, where, what the Lord has been showing me, he's expanding me on this. Um, the word also says to encourage yourself in the Lord, right? Mm. So if we go to 1 Samuel 30, we're going to see the story of David. Mm-hmm. And David and his men had just returned to Ziglag, Ziklag. Mm-hmm. And what did they find? Everything was burned down. The Amalekites had come and destroyed, burned everything down. Their wives and their children were taken from them. If you'll read in the scripture, it says, it literally said that David and his men wept allowed until they had no strength left to weep. Mm. These were men, and they wept so loudly and so hard out loud that they had no strength left. Then the scripture goes on to say that David was greatly distressed. Mm. Um, he, He was greatly distressed because of what had progressed. His own men had turned on him. And they wanted to stone him. They were blaming him for, mm-hmm. for this, right? Mm-hmm. And so what did David do? The word says that David f- encouraged himself in the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I want you to think about this. This is what the Lord says, you know. Uh, not only was David pounced on by the enemy, right? Mm-hmm. And things taken from him. Then here comes the second blow, right? Mm -hmm. His inner circle, Mm. right? Those that he loved, those that that were in battle with him against the enemy, right? Mm -hmm. They began to turn on him. So David had every excuse in the world to not encourage himself. Yeah. How did he do that, right? So he encouraged himself in the Lord. What did that do? Basically, it says it strengthened him, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He, was, he was undergirding himself by what the Lord says who he is. He, he knew he was anointed by God. So he strengthened himself. And then if you keep reading, because he was strengthened in the Lord, then he inquired of the Lord, right? Mm-hmm. Then he had focus to know what to do about the situation. So after he strengthened himself, his focus was on the Lord. He was built up in the Lord. Then he inquired. He asked of the Lord, basically, what do I do? Do I pursue these raiders? So he was able to do what? The next right thing. Yeah. Even though the enemy had come in and took. There was no one around to encourage him, right? Like we just read out of First Thessalonians. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up. You know, in that moment... David had no one around him encouraging him, right? Mm, right. And so he had to encourage himself in the Lord. And so these past two years, I, I think I've always 
kind of been an encourager, but, but, but the Lord was taking me deeper the last few years. Um, when I read that story, it's, it's not so different than today, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. These last few years, people have walked through some hard things, right? So when we're ministering at, at the Dream Center, and people come up for prayer, or if I'm at home or on the phone talking with mm-hmm. friends or even strangers, but part of the body of Christ, what I was finding is um, people were coming with great distress, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So I would pray and I would, I would encourage them with the word of the Lord. I'm here for you. I'm listening. I'm building them up, you know, mm-hmm. kind of building them up. But, mm-hmm. I, but I also knew that the Lord was telling me now the word says for you to go and encourage yourself. Mm-hmm. And I would instruct them. And tell them this story, right? And and say, when you're home and you're by yourself and this this, this distressing situation is upon you, you must encourage yourself in the Lord. You must build yourself up, right? Mm-hmm. I call it like two sides of the coin. Yeah. A lot of times we need that extra breakthrough, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So we get encouragement. Like we did this morning. Right, from other people. (laughs) You know, we get it, and we need it, and that's what we are told to do, right? Mm -hmm. But there's times we need just that extra step, Um, and we we have to encourage ourselves. We have to strengthen ourselves up in the Lord. Um, What's interesting, I I looked up kind of what does encourage mean. Um, it seems like a, a pretty self-explanatory word, right? Mm-hmm. But I love this one. Uh, it said to insi- assist to inspire. Mm. Assist to inspire one another. Um, uh, it's also strength. But it, it we're giving courage so that we can move forward, right? Mm. So David had a choice right there. He could have done what his men were doing, right? Mm-hmm. But he, strengthened himself, and he was able to move forward. And then we as the body, that's what we're doing for each other, right? I feel like, especially in these last few years, uh, it may seem like a simple scripture. We may know it so well Mm -hmm. that we actually probably aren't practicing it as much as we need to, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like there is so much power when we encourage one another in brotherly love. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Paul wrote this to the Thessalonian church. Mm-hmm. He was writing this to the body. Mm-hmm. See, we are the body, mm-hmm. and we must encourage each other, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think it's powerful. Mm-hmm. I think it's a weapon we need to engage with more often. Yeah. You think encouragement, weapon. Yes. <laughs> it's a mm-hmm. weapon in our arsenal. Um we're building, right? Right. Yeah. We're inspiring. Mm. We're encouraging others to reach their goal. Yeah. So that's a little that's bit so of what good. the Lord's, you know, been showing me. So, yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's a, it's rich. So for someone like me, I love to encourage people around me. For me, that's very natural and easy. But I do want to ask you, <clears throat> on the days when you're home alone. And you are needing to encourage yourself in the Lord. Like, what does that even look like practically? Absolutely. Well, I'm going to, if you'll allow me, I'll give you 
an example on both spectrums, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like for our audience, I think there's ladies that can relate both ways, mm-hmm. right? So I want to I want to speak to you, ladies, uh, because I'm one of you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So let me give you um, a couple of examples that are now, right? Yeah. Like I'm walking through right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so a week ago, you called me, <laughs> <laughs> and you asked me, "Hey Pam, come." Come sit and do this podcast. <laughs> well, I believe there's some of you out there that are like me, that uh, to have a mic in front of your mouth, that's not your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. It's it's awkward to you, right? Mm-hmm. So immediately, I could have gone the route of, I can't do that. Oh, my goodness. I'll talk to you one-on-one, but mm-hmm. there's a microphone in my face. So I immediately did exactly what the Lord was walking me through. I encouraged myself in the Lord. Mm. And how I did it, I said, oh, Lord, thank you for this opportunity. I know my feelings aren't there yet, but I know that it's an opportunity to give praise to you. And Lord, the words of my mouth, Lord, I want them to be pleasing to you. Mm-hmm. So I encouraged myself. I built myself up. Mm-hmm. And so for this past week, I didn't let my mind or my words go the way that I would naturally do mm-hmm. by saying, oh, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I realized that even for some of you out there, the thought of doing what I'm doing right now, you're like, oh, I would never do that. I can't. And the Lord has shown me it's not so much that you can't, mm-hmm. it's just that it's awkward, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. It's not hard, Yeah. it's just awkward. And it doesn't mean right now I don't feel awkward, it's just that I'm pushing through the awkwardness mm-hmm. of that mm-hmm. for my personality. Right Now, I'm sitting here <laughs> with Paige and Cynthia, that this may be second nature to them, mm-hmm. but I know there's some of you ladies that even these things you need courage. Right. So you need to encourage yourself even in these small things, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what I did this week, right? Yeah. So I'm going to give you another example of something I'm walking through, and I have been for many years, mm-hmm. probably about 15 years. Um, I want to go back and remember what we said about David, that in Samuel it says that David was greatly distressed because the men were talking of stoning him. So there is a situation in my life where it just seems impossible. Mm-hmm. Like like if anyone were to read it or know this story, it's like, oh, well, nothing can change, right? Mm-hmm. So as believers, we know that with God, all things are possible, right? Mm -hmm. But everything can discourage you when things aren't changing, right? So I I have a situation where I have a family member that's estranged. We've been estranged for a long time, and that's a whole nother story, but it is a a burden on my heart that I've had for many, many years. Mm -hmm. And so uh, there's times that I, I revisit that and, and continue to give it to the Lord. So I have to encourage myself that, Lord, you know this situation, frontwards and backwards. Lord, I give this to you. Lord, I surrender it to you. And I do that often, right? Mm-hmm. So I build myself up with that. So I'm going to give you a, a situation this summer. I was 
driving on the loop, and this situation was uh, heavy on my heart. And as all of you know, we've had a summer with days of 100-degree weather, right? Yes. So it's been hot, 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 and dry, 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 right? Well, uh, this particular day, I had been praying for this family member and, and the sadness that came with it and such. And there have been times like David, of course, it's nothing like David, but it I could say I've had times where I was greatly distraught about this situation because mm-hmm. it is such a heart issue, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm driving on the loop. We've had days of 100-degree weather. There's no forecast for rain, right? None. Mm-hmm. Not a drop. We didn't have any, right? Yeah. Well, I'm on the loop. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, there's this cloud, right? Mm-hmm. And... Raindrops are falling on my windshield. Mm. I had watched the weather. There's not a lick of chance yeah, that's for rain, yeah. right? <laughs> right? Then this light rain where I could even turn on my windshield wiper. Mm. And I looked around and I saw that the, the loop was getting wet. And I just laughed out loud. And I said, mm. Lord, when there's zero chance of rain, yeah, it can still rain. Mm. And I said, thank you, Lord. I said, I don't know if any of these other cars on the loop were getting wet, but my car was getting wet, Mm. and I could use my windshield wipers. And that is the way that the Lord encouraged me. Mm. And I could see that as encouragement. Yeah. And and laughter came from that, Mm. and a joy came from that because of that encouragement from the Lord. So I know there's some ladies out there that that maybe it's not the silliness of getting behind the mic, but but yet for some ladies that's a big deal, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There's those of you that have deep, distressing things, and and you need the Lord to just shower you with His goodness mm-hmm. and encourage you. So those are a couple of ways, but wow. I'm going to tell you some other ways. Okay. Is of course praising the Lord. Because God inhabits our praise. Uh, but it's in song. Mm-hmm. You know, David is the biggest example again of that, right? Yeah, yeah. He wasn't only distressed here in this scripture, but the Psalms are full of David being distressed. Mm-hmm. And he cried out. And he cried out to the Lord, where are you? Why have you forsaken me? My enemies are mm. after me. Where are you? And he was greatly distressed, right? And then he would turn into what? Nevertheless, he see he was building himself mm-hmm. up. He built himself up, and then he would turn and give praises to the Lord. But as we've learned, that those were songs. Mm-hmm. Psalms mean songs, right? Yeah. So he, you know, I can just picture him singing and singing to the Lord, mm. and so. Cynthia, to answer your question, yes, I praise him, but there's times you don't always feel it, right? Mm -hmm. So I will break out into song. (laughs) (laughs) And I do want to sing one right here, right now, Mm -hmm. because I feel like there's some ladies that if you are in a very distressing situation, I want you to hear this little tune that I do. And... It builds me up so much that it helps me to focus on where to go next. Mm. So this is what I do. 
This is one little tune that I'll sing when I'm very distressed. In moments like these, when I cannot sing, when I cannot sing to Jesus, in moments like these, I cannot sing. Jesus will sing over me. So that's what I wanted to do, ladies. I wanted to sing over you and remind you that Jesus sings over you. Even in those times of great distress, with health issues, with tragedy, with a broken relationship, that Jesus is singing over you. And then as you build yourself up and you, you know that, then you can begin to sing to him. And it's such a beautiful thing. Mm. Wow. So powerful, Pam. I, re- I mean, I just, I, I feel mm-hmm. it. I feel it in this, I feel it in this room. I really do. And I'm, I'm so thankful that you're, you're not sugarcoating. Because I think sometimes we can even read scriptures like this and, it clearly says David was in great distress. I mean, so much distress that he couldn't, I mean, really when you stop to think about that, like there are no tears left to cry. Mm-mm. And um, I just, I appreciate so much how you're being honest that there are days where the song to the Lord is saying, I don't have words, mm-hmm. but you sing over me. Yeah. It makes me just think, you know, you've already said this, but this word encourage, it it's the thing that gives you courage. Yes. To take the next step. And um I was thinking about I, I've talked to a few people who almost feel jealous when they hear about other people with wonderful friends that are encouraging them. Cause I think there are some people who are like, must be nice. I don't Absolutely. have anyone encouraging me. And and what you're saying is that's where David was as well. There was there was there were no kind voices in his life. And so he had to be the kind voice over his life. And it just reoriented him back into the truth that God is with him and for him. And yes. even when things are still things were still a mess. Yes. But he's not alone. That's so powerful. It is powerful. Mm. And here's the power because encouragement, building yourself up, that is the word of God. Mm. It's substantive. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I say that word right. Mm -hmm. It's tangible. You know, David did not do a little optimistic talk. Right. He didn't have a... uh, Happy saying right there, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This was substance. You know, encouragement, that's why I say sometimes we might be lacking in the body one towards another because we don't realize how powerful this is Mm -hmm. to stir one another on, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. It's tangible. Yeah. It's, It's like I pictured it actually this week, like, 
when you are greatly distressed, it's like a table with its legs knocked out from under it, right? Mm -hmm. And what does encouragement do? It, it kind of builds those legs back up. It's it's real. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 mm -hmm. more than uh, positivity. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if I could mm -hmm. say it like that, it's more than op right. being optimistic. It's it's uh, the truth of who God is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's just so powerful. Yeah. It is powerful. So. You know, your story, too, about driving and the rain. Mm -hmm. It also speaks to me that when we will do, because you don't, like you said, you've already said this, you don't always feel like encouraging yourself. No. It's mm -hmm. much easier to throw a pity party and just wallow for a little bit. But I was thinking as you were talking, there have been seasons in my life where I have I have wallowed, first of all, but then there have been other seasons where I've made a conscious decision to encourage myself. And probably in both of those moments, there are sprinkles of rain of God's love, but I don't see it yes. when I'm in the wallowing. I just instead I'm like, and now it's raining. You know what I mean? And like, I don't see it as the gift that it is from the Lord. And he loves us so much. Like he's, he's constantly trying to show us like, Hey, I see you. I am with you, you know? And so there's something about that too. And you said that with David, after he encouraged himself, he was finally able to hear correctly from the Lord to inquire of the Lord. And, um, I just wonder sometimes, am I missing, am I missing little conversations he's trying to have with me because I'm just consumed with my situation. And it's a very valid situation. Mm -hmm. It really is. But he wants me to kind of look up. Yes. Sometimes it comes in sprinkles. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's a flood. Mm. It's easier to see the flood, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So it's those sprinkles that we're like, oh, this yeah. is so refreshing, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Wow. Yes. Mm. yes. Good. So good. And thank you for sharing your testimonies. I think those stories in themselves are encouragement. Mm -hmm. I think at the beginning, whenever you said we were supposed to encourage ourselves in the Lord, it was like, oh man, it's like a to-do list. Give me the things that I can do to get there. Mm -hmm. But really it's a simple turning your face towards him. It's choosing mm -hmm. not to wallow. Very simple, small decisions because he's there. And I think he's ready to release that rain on us if we're ready. And you illustrated that so beautifully mm -hmm. just through the words of your testimony. So thank you for saying yes to being on the microphone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let me let me ask one more question. Um, and I'm really going to ask both of you because both of you said, Ooh. I'm good at encouraging people. And I know you and you both are actually. You are. Um, and I probably am too, but I don't I don't always say that's like my first like thing, my first go to gift. So. Um, I think as women, we need to grow yes. in the gift of encouragement. Yes, for ourselves, but also for other people because there are people around us parched. Mm -hmm. So in a practical sense, what does encouraging others look like to you? You know, what do you do? Is it, are you, are you getting prompted from the Lord? Do you just make it a point to encourage? I'm just really practically like, what does that look like for you? It's a really good question. I think my rule of thumb mm -hmm. is that every single person needs encouragement. Mm. Whether you're having a good day or a bad day, 
um, who cannot benefit from an encouraging word. Mm -hmm. So I kind of just walk under that umbrella and it doesn't matter who I encounter. I just make it a point to in some way encourage them. Mm. At the grocery store, that just may look like a smile to somebody when everybody's used to staying in their own little bubbles Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you never know how far that goes. And then, yes, um, man, I, I love to ask the Holy Spirit for specific ways to encourage because he will show you mm-hmm. the ways that are, you know, very pointed to someone's heart. And those are fun. Yeah. But yeah. just assume that everybody needs some encouragement mm-hmm. today and that's that'll get you. Mm. Yes. A good rule of thumb. Assume. Yeah. Assume. <laughs> That's where we can assume. Right? Yes, and yes. I agree with Cynthia. Uh, I think the smile is one of the easiest, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We're kind of living in a day and time where uh, customer service has been waning, right? Right, right. Uh, been uh, been kind of hard to see where the customer is first, right? And uh-huh. then, So I had a situation this week. Let me tell you what I do just as a practical way. I went to Whataburger, mm-hmm. and the lady there that took my order, oh, my goodness, she just went above and beyond, mm. okay? It was just different. And and it, and it I said, I'm going to speak to her when I get up to that window mm-hmm. and encourage her and tell her to keep doing what you're doing mm-hmm. because you made my day. Mm-hmm. And I did. I talked to her. She fist bumped me. Her <laughs> name was Margie. I said, you know, there's a lot of young people. And she was an older lady. I mm-hmm. said, they're, they're listening to you and mm-hmm. how you're talking to your customers. And I said, wow, you just encouraged me today. So look for the, I think they're out there. We need mm-hmm. to recognize, uh, just, just, recognize more of the opportunities to encourage in the world, right? But as we were talking about today, Paul was, he was writing to the church, to the body. Mm -hmm. So he was telling brothers and sisters, we need to do this one for another. So as you're, like you're saying, we need to be more mindful when we are at church, right? Yeah. Uh, When we're not at church, but my goodness, we're hurting in church as Mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. And so a smile, uh, listening. Um, I just think the moments are always there. Yeah. You just need to grab a hold of them. That's so good. Mm-hmm. I think that's really good. I, I think both of you are saying it's really simple. It's right in front of you. And I think sometimes women discount themselves because in the Pinterest loving world that yes. we have, we have created this image that encouragement looks like over the top, whatever. But you know what? Even as you're talking, I'm thinking about my own life. And even this week, I have been encouraged. Like, I, I, it's like it was, it's just been like the encouragement Super Bowl of my life this week. Like, <laughs> everywhere I turn, and nothing has been, well, there was one thing that was a little bit over the top, but most everything has been text message, a face to face conversation, mm-hmm. a smile. A, I got a handwritten note in the mail. Those are magical. Those are amazing, right? Like simple things, but like they all have come at the perfect time and have given me courage to do a couple things that I needed the courage to do, you know? And so I almost want to encourage women as you're listening, you can, you you don't have to have a huge, just start, Mm -hmm. just start. Yeah. Well, I think most of these encounters are one-on-one. Yeah. Most of these encounters aren't seen by the masses. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. rest in that. Mm-hmm. 
You know, I, I even for myself, where I have gained most encouragement has been same way through mm-hmm. a text mm-hmm. or you know a phone call. So, so yes, there's the grand scale of us gathering together. That's part of gathering as a body, right? And right. coming to church is we are encouraging one another, right? Mm-hmm. We're spurring one another on in this walk that mm-hmm. we are in. Mm-hmm. So that's that's part of why we come to church, yeah. right? Yeah. Is so we can encourage one another. And then then it's when we're, you know, one-on-one with people. Yeah. Mostly. Wow. Well, Pam, let's do this. Okay. Would we, can we close by you praying yes. over everyone? Or let me ask you too, is there anything else you want to say? Oh, no. I, I, I really do want to pray. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Why don't you, I want you just to pray over, over women and, um, because I think I think you're so right. I think there's some women listening. I I literally like have this picture of there's even a woman driving on the loop right now listening, <laughs> who's distressed and yes. discouraged. Yes. And I think you know even this podcast is a sprinkle from God. Like yes. at this moment, this is what you need. But I just want you to pray over the women listening today. Yes. Father, we just thank you for this opportunity to come to you to honor you, Lord, Mm -hmm. to give you glory with our words. Lord, I'm so thankful for the story of David and how, Lord, you showed us that he was greatly distressed. And yet, Lord, he built himself up in you. He encouraged himself in the Lord. Lord, I'm seeing women right now who are listening. Lord, privately, they are greatly distressed. Lord, they are going through an estrangement with a family member. Lord, I was reminded of a scripture in, this, in, in Galatians that says that we can burst forth with gladness, even as a woman who is barren. Lord, there may even be a woman out there who's trying to have a baby, but she's barren. And yet the scripture says that she can burst forth with gladness. Lord, I thank you that you are speaking to her right now, that she can burst forth with gladness, even in this season of barrenness. Lord, I thank you that the psalm says that you are close to all who call upon you. And Lord, there are stresses that are so great. We don't know where to turn. But the scripture says we can turn to you and we can build ourselves up, Lord. And how do we do that? Lord, I thank you that in Jude, it says that, that Lord, we are to build ourselves up in our most holy faith. Lord, that's how we do it. It comes from our faith in you. And Jude also goes on to say to pray in the Holy Spirit. So, Lord, I speak to those women who are greatly distressed. Mm -hmm. Lord, and they need encouragement from you. And, Lord, the best thing that I can say to them is pray in the Holy Spirit. It will edify you, dear ladies. It will build you up. Even in these hard and dry times, you can burst forth with gladness as you pray in the Holy Spirit. Father, I thank you for the ladies who are listening that, Lord, maybe their stress is is a simple thing to some. 
but Lord, you care about that as well. Um, maybe they, they've been asked to speak at their high school or, or start a new job or, 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 or quit a new job. And Lord, they need encouragement, Lord, to do that. Lord, and, and, and that they will build themselves up in you this hour, even this moment. Lord, I thank you for the Psalms where we can go as ladies and, and hear the cries of those that have been stressed or going through hard times. And we can see where those cries led them. It led them to you. And they were able to build themselves up and, and rest in you, Father. Lord, I just thank you for songs that are going to rise up in ladies today. Um, their own song. Lord, they're going to sing, and they won't even know where it came from, but but they're going to do it on the loop in their car, and they're going to do it at home around their little children, around their feet. And a song is going to arise, and they're going to be so strengthened by that song, Lord, that you give them, that tune, Lord, that you give them, that hymn, Lord, that you give them. And Lord, I, I, I know, Lord, that it's from the youngest to the oldest listening, Lord, that we all need encouragement. And Lord, help us as the body to do this more. Help us to practice this more amongst each other. Lord, because your word also says that they will know us by our love one towards another. And Lord, I believe with all my heart that when the world sees us encouraging one another, not being jealous of one another, but truly encouraging one another, that they will see and they will come to know you, Lord. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for this moment. And we praise you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh, you guys, Cynthia and I were just telling Pam as we told her goodbye. Just first of all, wasn't her voice so soothing? And just this whole episode, well, it was encouraging, you know, and um, I hope you felt it as well. I want to give you the challenge to encourage yourself today. Really, like focus on him and remind yourself of who you are and what he's going to do for you. So I want to challenge you with that today. If this episode blessed you, would you do me a huge favor and would you go give us a five-star rating and then consider sharing this with someone? I actually think there's probably someone in your life who you know is in a distressful place and this is the message they need to hear. So be generous with that share button and encourage them to hear the wise words from Pam Richards today. All right, you guys have an awesome week. We'll see you next time at Bloom Talks. Thanks for listening to Bloom Talks. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and share to show your support. To stay connected, follow us on Instagram at cotrbloom or for more info about Church on the Rock, check out cotrpeople.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.